Hello and welcome to another spooktacular episode of the podcast without a cool acronym. The podcast where we review Disney television animation shows. I'm your host, Chandler Deroshay. Joining me on the podcast today, we have Matt Lavalser. Welcome, foolish mortals. Deagle. You're as welcome as can be. And Brendan. It's so spooky that I'm shaking to my bones. It's the, the atmosphere in here is truly terrifying. How did you uh, how did you manage this? Your cadaverous pallor betrays an aura of foreboding for sure. It's all we're not talking about Moffat's Haunted Mansion. That was the other podcast I was on. That was that was the realm of immersion. But and but how could we not talk us. about the masterpiece that is Muppet's Haunted Mansion? I know. If you didn't listen to Andrew's podcast, uh, which should be out by the time that this drops, uh, it it it's it's a masterpiece. It's phenomenal. Um, Glorious. Not to jump to the end, but one one thing I loved uh, was uh, uh, pumpkins absolutely terrified of the uh, prospect of them being turned into pie or pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> how would you like to? How would you like to be turned into pie and pancakes? Well, I'm not a pumpkin, so I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Me, then again, ask me a year ago, and I would have said yes. I mean, this is the year that. Uh, that everyone is rallied around uh, little Boo from one of the houses at Horror Nights. There's this little pumpkin that's just like looks. My like... boy, little Boo. We love <laughs> he's him. Like, he's so just. He's so cute, and he looks so freaked out. He's like, I don't want to be here. I want somebody come rescue me. <laughs> so, so we're not talking about anything universal, or as we much as everything, but what like we're the head bear. Thank you, Give us an animated show about the HHN bear right now, Disney. Give us a buddy comedy with the HHN bear and Little Boo. Bring Little yes. Boo. Bring Little Boo to the Magic Kingdom for the not so scary Halloween party. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he like he like it. It's not so scary. Yeah, and just have him ride and push him. the talking trash can coming in well, up Main Street. Well, but it's not it's not not so scary anymore. It's Boo Bash, so it'll be perfect. It, it's so it, so so do we agree that not so scary is not coming back ever again? I don't know. I mean, people still paid for this, so that's the thing. It's for all the people that that complained about the new event not being nearly as good, which I agree, it's not as good. It doesn't have Deep Space Mountain. It doesn't have any of the cool overlay stuff. But it it, it people still are buying tickets to it, so. I'm, Meanwhile, Bring Ghost Disney- Galaxy to California, yeah. you cowards! Yeah, Disneyland's over here, like doing, doing freaking. They, they got fucking Agatha Harkness. Yeah. Did. Can we talk about like how spoiled Disneyland is? Because they're the like, favorite child and get everything. That's why. No, because they're west of the Mississippi and they don't have. Uh, well, there's that. The Mississippi, there's that. Wait, <laughs> wait, what the scar? What? Would WandaVision, would WandaVision technically get away from Universal's contract? Like, you know, are the Scarlet Witch and Vision part of the Avengers? Well, yeah. they're in Marvel Superhero Island. Inside of the Captain America diner? Yeah. Oh. I don't know about Wanda. Oh, that thing? I love how we've completely avoided talking about the Mickey Mouse. Oh, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, that's right, we've been doing a thing. We're actually here to talk about. Um, yeah, this isn't just about. a rant like some other podcasts are. Right. <laughs> uh, we're just talking about spooky stuff in general. Uh, so we're here today to talk about um, the Mickey Mouse Shorts Halloween special that they did a few years ago, uh, which is specifically called um, The Scariest Story Ever, A Mickey Mouse Halloween Spooktacular. I thought that was made for this year, though. 
Uh, no, it came out in 2017. Um, oh, okay. Just released it on ah, Plus. I had actually not seen this until I watched it just now um, because it had only aired on Disney Channel. They never put it on Disney Plus. They never put it on YouTube for whatever reason. Same thing with the Christmas special that I'm assuming they'll also release this year um, because for whatever reason, they just didn't put it on Disney Now or anything else. So I hadn't, I hadn't gotten around to seeing it because this is the life of a cable cutter. Um, you know, or a cord cutter, I should say, <laughs> uh, which, you know, has it has its pros and cons. I mean, fortunately, I still am able to actually access like Disney now because I'm a cast member. And we get access to that for free, which is kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I, I guarantee you I'm like one of the only people that even really knows about that perk. <laughs> Most other people will be like, I don't care about that. I have Disney Plus. I don't need Disney Now or whatever you right. I have Disney Plus. Why would I need Disney Now? I have Disney exactly. Plus. Why would I need Disney, Disney Channel? That's why right. Disney Channel is on its way to the grave. That's becoming more and more of the thing. I, I was I was complaining to one of my coworkers about how the new episode of Amphibia from the, like the first episode of Amphibia season three hadn't been put on online yet. And I was so frustrating. He's like, well, but the, you know, they, they make more money off of cable ratings than they do on Disney Plus. I do not believe that for a second. Yeah, me neither. I don't believe that. I mean, advertisers that. pay a lot, but in terms of, I don't know, I feel like Disney streaming Channel services have, have a lot more advertisers. Money. It's usually kids' products. And to say, to sum it up, Disney Plus killed the Disney Channel. Yeah, in my mind and in my car. It's the, it's, <laughs> it's pretty much a ticking time bomb until Disney cuts the cord on Disney TV as a whole. Yeah, the ticking good. time bomb. But enough about Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Can we appreciate the designs for these animation recent Mickey Mouse uh, it's so show? Good. It's, it's Disney. So also, I think I said in I think I said when someone had mentioned in one of the episodes we did previously talking about the Mickey shorts, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know if they can do a full movie with with the Paul Rudish Mickey though. Yeah, no, they absolutely could. They absolutely could. This proves that they could. This is 22 minutes. If they can, if they can do 22 minutes with this, they can do anything. So if they could do a ride with the Paul Rudish Mickey Mouse shorts, they can do a movie with it. Oh yeah, and and I'm just saying the hundred hundredth anniversary of Mickey Mouse's creation, Steamboat Willie is coming up. Oh, that will be so about- good. They, seriously, the seven more years, people. Seven more years. Seven more years. A feature other than other than Three Musketeers, that doesn't honestly count. I mean, I guess technically. Oh it does, yes, it does. Okay. What about Fun and Fancy Free? Because they had the whole Mickey and the Beanstalk segment in that one. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's half a movie. Segment. That doesn't count. Yeah. That's, that's and besides, but yeah, Fun and Fancy Free wasn't that good. Apart from apart from Mickey and the Beanstalk, you completely skip over Fun and Fancy Free, in my opinion. Wasn't that good. Not to go off on another tangent, hey. but the wonderful world of Mickey Mouse and the amount of Disney Park references they stuff into oh 22 God, minutes and so that. Good. <laughs> yes, it's, it, it is my lifeblood. There's like six episodes that are just directly Disney attractions. Oh, and we're going to so do good. this. So we're going to do Tiki Room. We're going to do, let's see, what else? Uh, what else have we not done yet? Car- House of Tomorrow, Carousel of Progress. Uh, of course, it's not even getting into Potato Land. Yeah, of course, Potato Land. Potato Land. Uh, what else was there? Uh, uh, they did. The, then they do a front. They did a big thunder. They did a few big thunder mountain oh, references yeah, and uh, cheese wranglers. Yeah, they did. They did two. Uh, the they, cheese wranglers. They referenced the rainbow 
uh, Rainbow Caverns directly with a picture of Walt on the map. And that's my favorite episode Disney has ever made for any series. Amazing. Well, I mean, you know, you know, guys, Disney, you know, Disney must have really done their homework to make sure that we Disney huge geek Disney geeks know every single reference. I guess you could say that they cracked the code. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this this special, one of the things I really love about the special is that because they had a longer runtime to work with, they really take advantage of it and really use it to set just 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 that whole opening sequence where it's just setting the mood with Mickey taking the kids trick or treating is so good. Oh, and the music in it is exemplary. Christopher Willis's like little, you know, playfully spooky underscore of it is just perfect. Mickey it's lives perfect. in the same town as frickin' Chernabog. <laughs> just take that a ride darn on Bull Mountain. Yeah, apparently, I mean, apparently, apparently Bald Mountain was set in small town America all along. So it does belong on Main Street. See? It all works <laughs> out. See, Disney just put this in the Mickey Mouse short so they knew enchantment would make sense. Yeah, there you go. Now, see, the big thing for me uh, wasn't noticing Chernabog in the corner there. It was, of all freaking people, Morty and Ferdy came back. Yeah, Morty and Ferdy. Yeah, Morty and Ferdy. Wait, who are Morty and Ferdy again? Mickey's nephews. Uh, Mickey's nephews. Oh, Mickey's nephews. Oh, it's Mickey. I knew Donald had nephews, but frick, Mickey has nephews? Yeah, Mickey is my all-time favorite character of all time, so I know a lot about Mickey Mouse lore and uh, Mouse Nusha, if you will. <laughs> so, right, where so did his... Who, I wanted who, to ask... Whose parents are... Uh, like who, who are Morty and Ferdy's parents? Well, apparently yeah, the, their mother is Mickey's sister, Felicity Fieldmouse. That. And she's Mickey's sister. Have Mickey we ever met by the way, um, yeah. By the way, now that we have DuckTales 2017, now that we have Della Duck as a full-fledged character, when are we going to get Felicity Fieldmouse as a full-fledged character? I feel like Disney wants to do that, but there isn't, not the audience, but they're just like, I feel like if they really wanted to explore rebooting the Disney afternoon stuff again, they would have done Tailspin after DuckTales and then given us like given us another Mickey cartoon where they dwelled into like you know like Mickey's mush. I was full tilt expecting Mickey Mouse to turn up in the series finale to DuckTales actually. Yeah it was too. Because I mean he is the mayor of Toontown after all so you know. Is Duckburg like next door to Toontown? I want to say possibly because Duckburg, I know canonically, is supposed to be in Cali Soda. Yes. Cali Soda. <laughs> and um, uh, and um, I think I think in one episode they mentioned Mouseton, which is Mickey Mouse's hometown. He was he was yeah. he's not from Toontown. He's from Mouseton. So he's is not that... from Marceline. Oh man, he's not from Mouseline. Mouseline, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Mouseline, Mi- Missouri, Missouri. I don't know. Missouri. Too many puns. You can't have that many puns. <laughs> But it's Disney. You can never have enough puns. You've seen Runaway Railway. I can quit puns when I want, Chandler. And I'm speaking of uh, the um, uh, references to Disney, like you know, I love the fact that um, uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie's Halloween costumes are the exact same costumes they wore in Trick or Treat. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Don't they don't they use a little bit of instrumental from the song in the opening? I thought I heard a little bit of that. Yeah, I thought I did hear a little bit of Trick or Treat, which fun fact, the shortest lived special fireworks show probably ever for Disney parks, unless it comes back, featured that song as its theme song. The one it the one they huh. had with the cool Jack Skellington puppet. Very nice. Although I got a good look. The rocker variant they did. The what? No, it was for the it was for the 2019 Halloween party where it was like yeah. you know, an, an all new fireworks show to have a place Hallow Wishes where it features a giant puppet Jack Skellington. Yeah, yeah. So it was the Halloween version of Happily Ever After. Yeah, it was the Halloween version of Happily Ever After. The other one that was a short lived one was that mini Wonderful Christmas Time one because that was no. Oh. One of the final things that had Rusty Taylor's voice as Minnie Mouse. Oh, uh, man. Speaking of Rusty Taylor. Rusty Taylor, yeah. Uh, this is the well, last I mean, time she ever voiced Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah, this was the last she time. Voices she voices a lot of characters in this. <laughs> including one we'll get to later who, yeah, wow. So don't let your kids watch this at night. My God, <laughs> Disney, what the actual I was, I, was, I, I was a little bit like, oh, my God. Like, I was like, oh, my God, her. Disney, what? They, they didn't pull any punches because, like, I mean, oh. spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the special already, it's oh. Astisha, Ansel, and Gretel at the end. And right. I mean, they don't have them escape like they did in the, the, the one where it was Mickey and Minnie as Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, I but feel like, like Disney like, seems to let this show go wherever the heck it wants. Oh, yeah, this show can do literally anything. Good, bad, or indifferent. Like, um, for example, you could have one episode where Goofy's a zombie that's literally falling to pieces. You can have an episode where the big bad wolf bores a bunch of people. You know, it, it, <laughs> you can have an episode where Goofy bores Mickey and Minnie and they have sex have in his stomach. Goofy bores Mickey and Minnie and they have a date in his stomach. It really doesn't matter. And then they, uh, oh, wait, you know. no, wait, not only did it, not only did they have a date in his stomach, they fuck in his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I believe the technical term is they yuck in their in his stomach. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Isn't he? I feel like the writers go in a room. They're like, "All right, let's get high and write this Mickey Mouse episode. Have fun." They lock the door and keep them in there for twenty four hours and make whatever they come up with. That's, that that sounds terrifying and amazing, and I would want to be in that room. I want to be in the room where it happens. The room where it happens. But enough about the robot chicken writing process. <laughs> the robot chicken. Uh, so basically, uh, Mickey's agreed to have everyone um, spend the night at his house. He's decked out for Halloween. Mickey's way, house? Can I say one more thing before um, we move on to the main oh, yeah. story? Um, one thing I really love about the um, opening sequence, apart from like the spooky music, like, you know, there's one part where the, where the spooky music cuts out and just cuts to Mickey dancing the polka, and the music hmm. just just cuts out and everything and just the accordion playing and he's dancing around like an idiot. I was expecting a weird owl cameo at that part. Yeah. It's just like a perfect mood whiplash. I mean, if there's one thing this show can do perfectly, it's mood whiplash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so we need to have Weird Al on this and we also need to have Weird Al on a project with the Muppets already. Like, how the hell has that not already happened? Yeah, what? how has Weird Al not been on with the Muppets? That's the best combination, like, ever. <laughs> the closest we have gotten is when we went to go see Pump It Up Uncensored and somebody suggested they do a sketch about Weird Al. <laughs> I want to talk about Puppet Up Uncensored so bad because that is the greatest thing Knott's Berry Farm has ever created, oh, that Michael so Eisner good. song. 
Well, the thing is, they can't really take credit for it because it's actually a show that they do other places too. Oh, it's um, it's by Brian Henson, so it's yeah. Brian to Henson me. created it. Speaking of the Muppets and and Muppets Haunted Mansion, Mickey's got a nice place. Well, I mean, he's he's Mickey Mouse. Of course, he's gonna have a nice place. Is he a millionaire that just decides to live in a basic neighborhood? Yes. No, that's how Celebration Florida works. It's all cartoon characters living there. <laughs> what Celebration? Uh, yeah, Celebration. I mean, you're not wrong, so. <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't know anyone who actually lives in one of those mansion houses in Celebration, but there's people that live there. Oh, nobody lives there. That's where the Haunted Mansion ghosts go for, like, uh, frat parties they, and they stuff. They do a great setup for Halloween. If you have never been to Celebration Florida for Halloween, that is the place to go if you want to take your kids trick-or-treating. Holy shit. Speaking They'll of give that, you, is that the place people hand out money? Uh, I've never gotten money, but there was a house that was literally giving the adults sangria. That sounds like Orlando. Great. Oh my god, it's it was great. Um, speaking of full-size candy bars, um, the, the with his, he was doing in Louis with their candy, like you know, I got, I got full-size candy bars from Mrs. Johnson. I got a whole box of candy bars from Mrs. Johnson. Well, oh I yeah, I got Johnson. Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> I love how they steal an old lady. I was like, what? Well, that's hollow. That's that's the thing with Halloween because they're good kids. They didn't steal that. Mrs. Johnson just put herself in that in that pumpkin bucket. Well, old ladies are the sweetest. <laughs> I was like, okay. Can we also talk about how like there's a bunch of the background characters aren't copy and paste. I noticed they are very different designs and it very like- so many background characters for this show that they have a ton to pull from when they need crowd shots. It's great. Yeah, of course they do. It's Disney. They don't, they don't tend to do stuff like that. I'm not going to say that no Disney show uses copy and paste background characters because I would be a liar. <laughs> um, but here they really do take the time to make it, you know, look really good with all of that. What's that? What's that Disney show with the terrifying CGI background characters again? The one people are making fun of on Twitter a few months ago. The one where the wait was it the Simpsons ride in Tony Goldmark's video? I might be confusing it with. Speaking of horrible background characters, yeah. I think it was the Simpsons ride episode of Tony. Yes, God, I look like a Smurf with jaundice. Yeah, it's oh, that. Yeah. Dear God, I look like a Smurf turning Tony into Emperor Palpatine here. <laughs> Somehow, Long has Tony been. returned. Somehow. He always comes Somehow. back. Somehow, some jerk returned. <laughs> Worst podcast ever. Worst. So, of course, Mickey's getting the kids all hyped up for a scary story. Uh, Not just a scary story, Chandler. The, the ultimate scary story. Yes, the ultimate oh scary story. Any chance I'm any chance during this episode I'm gonna to take to do my Mickey, Donald, and Goofy impressions, I'm gonna do it. Yes, yes. Go for it. Hey, I don't judge. I'm the one constantly making Rise of Skywalker references. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, Mickey, Mickey Mickey voices, I gotta say, I think Crispy Montopolis is one of the best Mickey voice actors of all the people who have ever played Mickey Mouse. Oh yeah. He sounds Amen. so young. And I think that's what I like. I've always kind of found Brett Iwin's voice kind of a little off compared to like Wayne Allwine or someone like that. But Christy Amontopoulos, he just brings so much life into the character. I mean, 
they wanted to go with someone who sounded more closer to the original Walt Disney voice for Mickey, and Chris does a good job with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mickey is a fantastic interior decorator. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mickey tells this, starts telling a story to uh, these, the, the demon children that are just, just oh. going insane. That are also shoveling treats in their face without checking them. Um, sorry? Well, there's Did never been a case of, of that of ever happened. That never actually happened, yeah. Yeah, that never actually happens. That just happens in movies like Trick or Treat, when that was that one shitty principle anyway. But even then, I always get treat so much. It's such a good movie. And besides, like, you know, I'm, uh, this is a Disney universe. You really, th- you really expect someone to put razor blades into a candy? Like, I can see if it was, like, Peg Lake Pete or something like that, but... Peg Lake Pete murders Mickey's children. No, I can see that. <laughs> On Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Pants <laughs> in your snapper. On Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. The police oh, will never oh, find me. No. We can't, we can't, we can't sing that song anymore because it had a uh, a uh, uh, person who was a piece of shit in it. So yeah. Wait, what song Which was that one? anyway? That was that was Jack's films, and Tabuscus was in that song. Oh, oh, oh Jack. Yeah. We stand Jack's films. Tabuscus can go uh, fuck himself in an open wound. Yeah. Oh God. So yeah, I don't remember. So Mickey does the whole Mickey does the whole opening from Frankenstein, basically. Right? Yeah. Uh, I I love some of the I love some of the bits they do beforehand. Like you know, I'm, uh, I love the obvious goblin joke. Like you know, they're the only goblins I can think of right now. You know, gobble gobble gobble. Their gobble, kids are gobble. Gobble. Oh yeah, we probably shouldn't feed them after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, I'm like, and plus, there's a bit beforehand. It's like you know, oh boy, Mick always tells the best scary stories. Well, I don't need to do my own horn. Do do. Oh, thanks, Steamboat. <laughs> I love how the Steamboat is just parked outside his house. I lit up when I saw that. That was, that well, was perfect. Well, time for time for the finale of Florida's Fantasmic, Mickey. Damn. <laughs> oh, and by the way, let's make sure Dopey doesn't fall off this time. Oh, God. No promises. At least we skipped over the dragon with a toothpick for a neck. Oh, by the way. Don't remind me. By the way, guys, I mean, have you... Uh, blog Mickey recently posted these share these pictures that Bio reconstructed on Twitter of like they're they're refurbishing the Fantasmic stage as we speak. Please give so, us know, a new dragon. What no more dollar store Maleficent. Well, no, but you can actually see like the mechanic they use for the dragons, like the head on this big apparatus and everything, and it looks pretty cool. It's a modified cherry picker. Which wait, which coast is that? Is uh, that- Florida. They're they're furnishing the uh, Hollywood Hills Fantasmic. Oh, you know. thank God! I hope. God, I hope that comes back. I miss. I that hope that now. stage you gets know, demolished yeah, and replaced yeah, with something pictures, better. Yeah, and you can see the pictures and everything. They're, they're yeah, the, you can see the steamboat in the background and the they yeah the dragon apparatus. Was, they better give us a new show if they're if they're going to be refurbishing it anyways. Yeah. They, what better time to do a new version of the show than when it's been closed for as long as it has? Yeah. So anyway, Mickey performs a song and dance number as Frankenstein, which I absolutely yeah, so love. He does the whole thing where Goofy is Frankenstein and uh, um, Doc, Donald Doc, is Doc, Duck Gore. Uh, Dr. Victor Goofenstein is Goofenstein. <laughs> At least Mickey didn't throw a little girl in a lake. The of, we're, we're, going to, uh, we're going to bridge the gap between uh, man and the gods. Hmm. 
Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very very similar to Gene Wilder's performance in Young Frankenstein. Yeah. I mean, he even does the sim- very similar, you know, give my creature life! Very similar to Gene Wilder in that, in the, in the, in the creation scene. Although the wild gray hair, the scientist with the white lab coat, Goofy was Rick Sanchez. No, <laughs> Goofy was Doc Brown. Yeah. Oh, and I, and speaking of which, I love how over the top Bill Farmer is as the scientist. Oh, yeah, Liam! Hey, Liam's! Bill Farmer is a national treasure. He is. Bill Farmer is incredible. God, I love Bill Farmer. Uh, and I, I, I love. I'm a amphibia fan over here, so of course. Yeah, I, know. I, I don't plus, just appreciate him as goofy. I appreciate him for all he can do. Yeah, and plus, I'm, uh, you know, we're all suckers for puns, right? Especially for Mickey Mouse. You know, duck or give me a hand. Also, I just want to say uh, <laughs> when when the creature rose and. It was this huge hulking body with just Mickey's head. I laughed out loud. <laughs> That's like the it's the perfect bait and switch right there. I love it. You, you can't prove that's what I look like under the helmet. I don't think I hopefully don't think the story continued from there and Mickey went out and murdered a little girl. Yeah, I'm glad that I, I'm, I'm thinking back to when um, I talked about all the different various Halloween episodes of Disney TVA shows with my sister as the sort of pilot episode of this podcast. And mm-hmm. my sister was like, so did Perry murder Isabella? I'm like, no, no, we're not doing that. Uh, if yeah, anything, so- it's just the young Frankenstein bit where he just yeets her back into the bed. <laughs> uh. Wait, where are you going? I was going to make espresso. <laughs> By the way, Gene Hackman actually ad-libbed that line. In line in the, he actually ad-libbed that line. Oh, love that. So after Mickey tells that story, they just end up going like, that was terrible. And I was like, geez, offending Mickey like that, dang. Yeah, you kids don't appreciate good roller skate episodes. No. Huh. Which is the second one that's done. Which, <laughs> if I had a nickel yes. for every time... A, a Mickey Mouse cartoon had roller skating as a plot element. I'd have two nickels. That's not a lot, but it's strange that it happened twice. But I love how I love how I'm, <laughs> I'm watching it through on my phone right now. I love how just with that whole dance number, um, Goofy and Donald stay muted, color black and white, while of course Mickey just like goes all out with all the neon and the red glittery uh, uh, leotard. Uh, Leotard, yes, that's the word I'm looking for. I'm like, it's not a Punking Mickey in a leotard better not become some fan art Twitter thing that I see. You it's know, the it internet. already has. Oh, God. Deviant. Welcome to art. the internet. Bump. Uh, Welcome to. Deviant, Deviant art was a mistake. It really is. I say we take off and nuke the site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. We should take Deviant art. And push it somewhere, somewhere else. else. That's somewhere else being somewhere it can never hurt us again. That idea might be crazy enough to get us all killed. That'll probably get us all killed, or at the very least, covered in uh, disgusting uh, fetish art. Oh God! And plus, I just love how even even in the even 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 as the story fades back to reality, like you know, Mickey is still in his leotard with like the later hose and hat. And you're just like, oh, oh, this ass! How did he have time to change? <laughs> you don't want to know. 
Plus, I just that, 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 the whole mood whiplash of Mickey of like you know as soon as you see the the small Mickey on his head like you know and it goes into the middle it's the perfect mood whiplash it's and so only great. the Mickey I Mouse shorts it. could pull it off. Does anyone else think they the- went with the haunted? Saying that, do you think they went with the haunted mansion approach that it has to be a little scary but also the same like Disney like ridiculous like over the oh, top? Absolutely. It, uh, mm. More than that, I think that horror and comedy are like. You know, they, they they go together so perfectly. It's again chocolate and peanut butter. That's why I, I, think, I think the Muppets and the Haunted Mansion work so well is because, you know, they both have they they both are family friendly, but also have just a little bit of that edge. You know, uh, that's what's great about both of them is that they have yeah. that. And uh, Agatha Vile brought this up on Agatha Vile brought it up, but one thing that does it well, although being problematic, is scary movie. If you want a good example of blending horror and comedy. Honestly, I'd, I'd argue that Scream did that really well. Yeah, Scream too, yeah. yeah and Little Shop of Horrors, to bring it up oh, again. Little yeah, Shop, for sure, Little, Little Shop, Shop of Horrors. Horrors. And what, one of my all-time yeah. favorites that I always will bring up is what really was the gateway drug that got me into horror movies was Shaun of the Dead. That's a good Would one. you say Rocky Horror as well? No. Oh, without question. It's not really. I mean, it, it obviously... It's less horror and more sci-fi. Yeah, it is sci-fi. It's it's more of a parody and pastiche slash um well yeah, it's it's more of a parody and pastiche of like the 50s B movies school drive-in movies that you'd go to that were like, you know, horror or sci-fi. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, like, yeah you know, there are a few scary bits in the Rocky Horror Show, like you know, you know, Tim Curry's faces, he's about to hack up Meatloaf. You know, that never fails to get a shiver down my spine. But apart from that, it's very much more of a comedy and less of a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking uh, of the line. Can we get Tim Curry to voice a Mickey Mouse character in a Please. Mickey Mouse version of Rocky Horror Picture Show? So you know what the most recent thing to have Tim Curry and Richard O'Brien in the same thing together was? Phineas oh and boy, Ferb. what is it? Phineas and Ferb. Tim Curry's in Phineas and Ferb? He was Dr. Lloyd Wexler's voice. Oh, really? Wow. I didn't and know that. that episode had Richard O'Brien, of course, because they were in England. Yeah, and Richard O'Brien, of course, is he's he's Lawrence. He's Lawrence, yeah. But to the time warp again. It really is a crime that they only had Lawrence sing once in the entire series. She's got an alien heart. The best songs in the entire show, but still. Riff Raff is singing again. Oh, so good. Can we see Mickey? This has been your official. Phineas and Ferb Tangent, brought to you by the podcast without a cool acronym. I mean, hey, Speaking of... Uh, I, gotta, I gotta pay... I, I gotta pay that... Like, I, I gotta write that off on my taxes somehow. <laughs> Speaking of um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, if Disney really, really, truly wanted to, they could use this show having a darker... Not darker, but more we-don't-care idea to do a parody of it with the, hmm. with the Fab Five as... Uh, the cast from Rocky Horror. Of course, you know Mickey what? and Minnie would be Brad and Janet, but like, I, I would think you're insane. But honestly, I think this could pull it off and make it amazing. It could. And would Goofy be riffraff? That, but if they did a, a they they did a uh, a freaking Glee episode tied to Rocky Horror, and then they also just went and made a a a, a new horrible Rocky remake. Movie, I didn't actually end up watching, but it's bad. Don't. Okay. So uh, Mickey and Minnie would and obviously plus Universal, be Universal, uh, but Universal actually did a Rocky Horror tribute show as part of Halloween it's Horror fantastic. Nights for many years. Yeah, it was, that was so much fun. 
for many years they did Rocky Horror at the Fear Fact at the the Beetlejuice stage. Actually, I was gonna say yeah, Fear Factor, but they did at Beetlejuice. Yeah, I'm I'm friends with the person who was the the director of that show for a long time, um, and it was it was just so much um, fun. Hey, so I'm, 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 excuse me, I'm a Chandler's friend. I'm a if you're if you're could you convince Disney to let them buy you stage Rocky Horror at Disney's Hollywood Studios for Halloween? <laughs> I mean, it would be no different than the weird sexual are. references in Hyperspace Hoopla. But yeah, that one's probably the closest Disney's gotten to Rocky Horror thus far. <laughs> what Hyperspace Hoopla? Yeah, mommy, yeah, I want to go to. Mommy, I want to go to Disney's Hollywood Studios and see Princess Leia twerk. Uh, that's my favorite part of Disney's Hollywood Studios. That feels like a century ago. That was a different eon. That was like, a different time. That that happened? It was yep. 2012. It was a different time. That most definitely happened. And um, Ingen Oompa did, uh, whatchamacallit, a Frozen sing-along, and they were still fantastic. And I think they were, also did Adventures Club that's what they originated from. But back to the Mickey shorts. Back yeah, to so the Mickey shorts after a tangent yes. about hyperspace hoopla and the Rocky Horror picture. Yeah, show. so anyways, Emma, the boys are not impressed with uh, Mickey's uh, Frankenstein-turned-80s pop number. And so I'm like, you know, Go- Donald and Goofy both try to tell stories of, the, of their own. And Goofy does this wonderful bit about the swamp monster. You know, he's like, you know, and he lifts up a sock with like googly eyes and everything. He's like, ah, it's a swamp monster. That was my favorite scene in this episode. Lo- my favorite I scene, love- however, was Donald's story. <laughs> Such terrifying. I, I, I don't think I could be whole again after hearing that. Oh. We need to have Don <laughs> Cheadle come in. <laughs> that what? was a DuckTales reference. Yeah, so then they did that that behind the scenes bit where they were talking to Don Cheadle and it said Thanos survivor. Thanos survivor. (laughs) That that didn't survive Thanos originally. So this implies that Donald Duck would be able to beat up Thanos, and I am perfectly all right with that. I am the wind. I am the Senate. (laughs) So. Then we get into a Van Helsing parody, a Dracula parody. Oh, that was so good. I love the Van Helsing parody. I love the <laughs> horse that gets longer and longer. <laughs> I swear that's one of the Avatar horses. Yep. It is plus, the Avatar horse. And plus, like, you know, you know, and then, then uh, Mickey, Doll, and Goofy just argue about what they rode on. Like, you know, no, they had horses. No, they had a carriage. No, they had a dune buggy. Didn't I was, you know, Mickey I first had her. Oh, sorry, go ahead. When he first said Dune Buggy, I thought he said Doom Buggy. buggy. And I was like, of course, they had to. And then it shows a Dune Buggy, and I'm like, dang it, Disney, you had the opportunity. I was more impressed that Goofy made it. That would have been cool, but. Dune Buggy. (laughs) Dune Buggy. I I was more impressed that Goofy made an oblique Rob Zombie reference. I'm like, Goofy, I didn't know you listened to that. Wait, he did? Well, yeah, the Dune Buggy kind of looks like the Dracula. Oh, it does look like the Dragula. Oh, it works on so many levels. <laughs> they start plus, playing uh, the just... Rob Zombie song. Yes, <laughs> yeah, can we just appreciate the fact that uh, 
Goofy's character's name is Dipworth Goofington the Third. An obvious reference to his original name, Dippy Dog. Mm-hmm. Disney that. really cuts deep with the reference in the references in this show. There's stuff. The one thing I like about this show is there's stuff for adults and children in it, and I think that's the best balance Disney could reach. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this show's all about that. Absolutely. There's gonna be references that go right over the kids' heads, and that's totally okay because, like Phineas and Ferb, they say there's another joke coming for them in 30 seconds. Yep. Uh, speaking of Rob Zombie, I think it's really funny just to think about how just like, just how over the top and uncomfortable his movies frequently are, but then by mm-hmm. all accounts, he's just like the nicest guy. Yes. Yeah. I love that. He's like, he's like every horror director almost. They're like, they make these insane movies and then they're just some of the nicest people. <laughs> Except for Tim Burton. I mean, Tim Burton kind of went off the rails. Tim Burton, I don't know what Tim Burton's is anymore he's gone we lost him he's not tim burton anymore he's burton tim burton tim no no he's no he's been burton's evil brother who stole the real tim burton's annual pass and rebuilt it's a small world (laughs) and rebuilt it's a small world it's better than ever curse wait is the tim burton version of it's a small world that thing from uh Escape from Tomorrow. No, it's a mix between the Escape from Tomorrow, Small World, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Factory, and it ends with you going through the the Doll Infirmary later. The Doll Infirmary. Uh, (laughs) And Rob Zombie's there. Say what you want. Say what you want about the Tim Burton Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but you know that 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 glorious giant middle finger directed at It's a Small World was just perfect. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Burn, yeah, my Shrek. pretty burn. Now you'll never get that sock stuck in our heads again. Shrek did it too. Yeah, yeah. I, it's I don't an easy Shrek. target. Shrek probably did it better because they they didn't like you know. I I feel like I don't know. They didn't burst into flames. They didn't bur- Well, it didn't burst into flames, and I think I think because of that, it's it's slightly more subtle. It's still not subtle. What was but, Tim Burton saying to Disney at that point? <laughs> you need a burn to the ground? Like, what? I don't know. He must have had a really contentious relationship with Disney at the time. This is before they let him make two, well, one Alice in Wonderland movie before he kind of just didn't care about that anymore. And then he, and of course, he did, then, they, then they remade Frankenweenie as a stop motion film. Which is yes. good. Mm-hmm. Which is good. But anyway, Mickey anyway. starts to uh, try to one-up the uh, scariness in the story because he can kind of see that he's losing uh, the boys. So he um, um, puts in like a uh, maze of bones right before the vampire castle. And Donald and I'm just crashes through all of them. <laughs> Donald, Donald is, the, is that character that you have in like a game of Dungeons and Dragons, and I don't actually play Dungeons and Dragons. But <laughs> I Donald do. Is so. Like, so Donald is like the character that you have in a game of Dungeons and Dragons where they're not listening to anything the dungeon master says and they're just doing whatever the fuck they want. Leroyge. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's just, any obstacle that gets put in their way is just like, well, I got, I'm going to just beat it with my bat and that just destroys everything. Donald, this damage. is not how we get vengeance for not Donald, scary farm. Donald, this is not Kingdom of Hearts. Calm down. <laughs> this is not Kingdom Hearts. 
Um, I think my favorite joke in this part is um, how how they reference that Goofy has the steaks, and he's like, "No, oh, I got T bones. Um, I got all all these kitchen utensils and hot sauce." And Mickey's like, "Okay, whatever, fine." And then later, um, when they say that the 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 castle's guarded by werewolves, Goofy's like, mm-hmm. "Chill, guys, I got this," and he gives him the steaks. And I was like, now how about wash it down with one of these cold ones? And, he, he and then they just pulls, explode. He pulls a slappy squirrel, basically, I would say, is what that reminds me of. It's like classic slappy squirrel gag. Where now that's comedy. And they mm-hmm. explode. That's what happens yeah. to the Disney <laughs> Parks guests that eat at Pecco's Bills. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. You wonder why you don't see anyone around there once they get out of that restaurant. It's because they go baboomy. <laughs> Yeah, that's why the monorail goes down all the time. That you'll never look at a chimichanga in the parks yeah. the same way again. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm probably gonna blow my voice out for this, but can I do? Can I do the obligatory Looney Tunes reference? Go, ahead. go for it. Oh. Poor old Putty Tech. He fall down. Go boom. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so like we said, Donald is just is just speed running this <laughs> and really killing the tension of this story for sure. Donald is the worst Dungeons and Dragons master. Yeah. Or the best, depending on who you ask. Fair. So they finally get in the castle and they start fighting the vampire, who by the way, he's also voiced by Chris Diamantopoulos, the vampire. I swear, he looked Dude. like uh, Mortimer for a sec. Mortimer. Was he Mortimer? No, Mortimer's more like, you know, a fast-talking New York, New Jersey kind of guy. And this New one, Jersey. Typical. Yeah, yeah, but um, uh, this, the vampire, he's kind of like, you know, Transylvanian, typical vampire. And he was voiced by Christy Montopoulos instead of Jeff Bennett. Oh, so he's like Adam Sandler then. Hoyo! What if... No, is it... Mickey Mouse, do you prefer tailored ham or ham? <laughs> if you decide, you will be destroyed by both sections of New Jersey. Although I guess it's a good thing it wasn't like Adam Sandler because then it would have been um, pulled from theaters and then dumped onto Amazon Prime where nobody cares. New Jersey doesn't like Mickey Mouse because he chose tailored ham. <laughs> and more Rainbow tailored ham. <laughs> Brave little Taylor. Yeah, one but yeah, the the story just ultimately doesn't do anything for the kids, and they immediately see the twist coming of like, you know, he's the vampire now. The vampire hunter has become the hunted. Yeah, we saw that coming. Me when I <laughs> if I saw it coming, and I can't see a thing. <laughs> Uh, just love the comedy in this in yeah. this special so yeah. much. Yeah. So by this point, really yeah. So by this point, like you know, the kids are unimpressed by two stories, and they're starting to riot. So Mickey, Donald, and Goofy just run to the kitchen, like you know, what are we gonna do now? And and Goofy's like, you know, no, it, Mick, you come from the happiest place on earth. You can't tell a scary story for nothing. Was that an insult to Disney themselves? Wow. More than likely, I, I wouldn't put it past them. Disney just I, likes to insult themselves now. They're depressed. Leave them alone. 
man, I guess even they went to Mickey's Trick or Treat one too many times. <laughs> it was not so scary, kids. It was not so scary. Speaking so of... So how much fun do you think I would have had? Not much. Yay? <laughs> That's me when I went to that weird thing they used to do with the cast uh, housing during Halloween. I don't know if they still do it. They used to do like these kids activities out by the lake and you could rent boats and stuff. Chandler, I don't know what you know. I don't know if you know what I'm referencing. I it's out by SeaWorld. Uh, so yeah, so the vampire story. So Mickey gets bitten and the vampire hunter turns into the vampire and the kids are unimpressed because they saw the twist coming a mile away. And um, the, the old lady's like, I can't see anything. And I saw that coming. <laughs> yep. me, and any, me with any DC movie. Yep. And, well, when the plot's the- coherent anyways. When the plot's coherent. Wait, DC doesn't know what that word is. I, I couldn't see anything coming, but it was because nothing made any goddamn sense. <laughs> Batman, oh, are, Batman and Superman stop fighting because their moms have the same first name. Why did you say that name? What's what's that noise? Is that the angry fanboys typing? Oh, Why no. did you say that name? Oh, God. We have awoken the Snyder stands. They're probably oh, going to demand we do a Snyder cut of this episode. You know what? <laughs> you know what? If I get all of those views on this podcast because I said that, you know what? Fine. Thanks for the clicks, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you say that name? What name? Bob Chapek. <laughs> Bob. Which Bob? Bob Chapek. How do you know <gasps> that name? It was my mother's name. <laughs> Roy. And so anyways, the kids are starting to riot and Mickey, Donald, and Goofy right into his kitchen like, you know, what are we going to do? Like, you know, oh, well, well, you got to you gotta fix this, Mickey. You're the one who promised them the ultimate scary story. But then Goofy's like, you know, Bison, Mick, you come from, from the happiest place on earth. You can't be scary. <laughs> Dang. Which is what a lot of people will try to say about Disney. It's like, oh, they can't do scary. It's Disney. I'm like, no, that's not true. Come on. Unchback uh, as we later in this episode. As later this episode proves wrong. Oh, yeah. Strap in. Strap in, everybody. We're getting there. We're almost there. Because, yeah, just as soon as the kids just start, you know, mocking Mickey, you know, you can't be scary. Mickey snaps. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Can we just appreciate the fact that what causes Mickey to snap is Huey mocking his later hosen? (laughs) Mickey was offended. And when you offend Mickey, it's game over for you. You can, you can call me a cream pot. You can mock my storytelling abilities. But when you mock my later hosen, that's when I get mad. (laughs) Mickey pulls out and mock the mouse. Don't make me get the shotgun. (laughs) So Mickey have a sawed-off shotgun just hiding behind the the, the toilet. Mickey has his shot-off slap gun, but each barrel has ears to it. (laughs) (laughs) This part of the podcast without a cool acronym was brought to you by the NRA because fuck you. Like All we said, got Mickey, left is to make PETA mad. Curse you, PETA! All right, so now that we're ready, let's dive into the final story. This is the best part. This, God, this is when so Disney really, really just throws everything they have. Every, just they're like, we have no limits. Do whatever the hell you want. Have fun. 
Just, oh, yeah, me, they, oh, my. Yep, so Mickey spurned on by their... Mickey caught, driven to rage by his by the uh, boys' mockery of his later hose and proceeds to tell a tale about five rotten kids. Oh, and plus, can we just appreciate the fact that he makes he makes damn sure that these boys wear later hosen in the story? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see how you see how you like it. Yeah, see how you like perfect, it. Perfect, perfect touch. <laughs> anyways, I'm out. The story involves. Huey, Dewey, Louie, Morty, and Ferdy as a gang of vicious child thieves. And, uh, and, but they have a very particular thing they like to steal. Pie. They steal pie. Poisonberry. Yeah, that would have been the don't funniest that, reference. Yeah, I've gone and, through withdrawal, Chandler. Don't do that to me. And my, yeah, I wish and I had... Um, my sister went to uh, Rocket Fizz over at uh, Deezerland, which is what used to be Argon. Um, and they had a boysenberry pie soda, and I got to have some of that. Like, she brought me mm-hmm. a bottle. Oh, oh, my God. It seriously tastes like the boysenberry punch they have a not. It's fantastic. <laughs> so, apparently, I'm, uh, so what you're saying is the five, the five boys just go running off to Knott's to steal pie Wait a 10 minute. miles to Knott's. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Boysenberry. 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 <laughs> Holy shit, it was there the whole time. Yeah. Oh, poor Disney. And, uh, and plus, I'm, uh, one thing I love about this story is like, you know, when Mickey is describing the town, the angry mob that chases after the boys, he's like, the whole town was in an uproar. And then you just hear them all go, uproar! Uproar! <laughs> it's you like, just... I hate referencing a My Little Pony movie, but this, there's literally a song called Angry Mob, and they're just saying Angry Mob over and over. Rabble, rabble, rabble. I was thinking more of the Lego uh, movie where it's, you we're know. We're going to war. We're going to war. <laughs> rabble, rabble, rabble. I was thinking more of the Lego movie where it's, you know, root for the local sports team. Go sports team. <laughs> Literal humor is the best humor. Uh, business, right? business, 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 business. Uh, we're doing business. Business. <laughs> That's Bob Chapek. <laughs> oh yes, but it's also James A. Denise. Yeah. No, God, Business. Uh, plus, I love the bit in the Western scene, like you know, where I'm uh, they are, all the pigs are just literally voiced by people going, people just going oink, <laughs> oink, oink, and oink, plus, oink, like, oink, oink. And plus, there's the bit where like you know where what uh. Wild style snaps the whip and they all just fall to like all like slide dogs and they all with like this one synchronous oink. oink. Plus, I'm a, plus Jeffy the cat. Plus we guys we gotta spend some love for cats. Like, you know. Hi, hi Fluffy, meow, meow. Hi, 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 darling, meow. Hi, Jeffrey, meow. No. We're just hey. referencing the Lego movie because it's a fantastic film and you should watch it if you haven't hey, already. You know, what are you doing? You know who was in that movie? Will Arnett. Will Arnett was the ghost host. Disney Halloween. Boom. Woohoo. <laughs> okay, it so, always comes full circle. Yeah. We always figure out a way. We always figure out a way. Uh, yes. Six degrees of the podcast. So, so, so they go up to the <laughs> iconic Hansel and Gretel house. No, after wait, 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 we gotta get there. We are not there yet. I mean, like, you know, the, the kids oh, yeah, aren't yeah. impressed. If, the kids aren't impressed at first. In fact, they're actually rooting on for the the five boys in the story. Mm-hmm. But then Mickey notices that you know, uh, one day they come across this big, beautiful pie cooked by this old crone, and they're like, you know, we gotta have that. That pie has no business looking that good. 
Oh my god. The pie does I look want good. that pie. Like there's only one there pie. There's literally in animation. nothing stopping Disney from replicating that pie and selling it at the parks for Halloween. Exactly. Yeah. There is nothing stopping them. There's only one pie I've ever wanted more in animation than that pie, and that was the pizza from a goofy movie. So the pie and Phil her, her magic looks like that pie. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh, wait, guys, have, you, have you guys seen the new uh, Coco scene for Bill Magic yet? It hasn't opened yet. Uh, in Disneyland, it is. I, saw well, it. I don't live in I, California. I didn't, we didn't get a chance to go uh, to go see it. We had to cut the evening short to go to Not Scary. Ah. Just go wait a while, then. So, basically, this old lady keeps uh, bringing out pies, and then they... Uh, they, they become like, she plumps them up, basically, I guess no. is the right word. I mean, they, you know, they, they steal the pie from the old crone, and they come back to the home, and they taste it, like, you know, and they, they're just like, you know, oh, my God, this is so good. Like, you know, it's another the granny's pies for us from now on. And they even do, like, a little bit, like, you know, you hear the, like, the inception, wow, and their, eye, and their eyes and their mouths just, like, shooting out light and everything. <laughs> and I'm like, dang, Disney's doing another drug trip. I was half expecting <sighs> Pink Elephants on Parade to start playing, but pies... Well, what I was first thinking when I saw that was I was thinking, is is she stealing their souls? Is this like the 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 one episode of Hilda? Hmm. And plus, like they're even <laughs> after they do like the you know the initial uh, eyeball light thing, they're all like, you know, they're all just like crawling around the floor trying to get off the they also look like a, they also look like drug addicts at that point. So, so actually that was what Digo looked like after he had that boysenberry pie for the first time. You can't prove that. <laughs> I should try boysenberry now that you're talking about it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I have boysenberry jam that I got that I stockpiled from Publix when they happened to have it. I bought like four jars of it, so I, I'm not going to run out for like forever. It's great. Oh, Publix. Such a wonderful store. Except it's expensive, but it's, it's you know worth it when they have stuff like that. Right? So basically, the old lady... Uh, bakes another pie and lowers them to her house. And this is where I was like, all right, we're going to get a Hansel and Gretel story. Pretty normal for Disney. But you'll <laughs> see, as you'll see in a few minutes, it just goes off the rails. Yeah, yeah, so, it, yeah so, they, so they reach Granny's cottage. You know, they, they dupe Granny into leaving by saying, you know, we're, we're going to pay you for the pie now. Come outside. They, they run in, they slam the door, and Huey's just like, you know, that, you know, we got to find that pie. Split up, everybody. And then it just cuts to Goofy, and he's like, don't split it up! Why do they always do that? Why do they always do that? And tonight, I especially we'll felt that. Played by Goofy. Although, I especially felt God, that um, don't split up. I, I really felt that don't split up scene, because literally yesterday night, I saw Halloween Kills. Oh, don't spoil anything. I need to see it. I won't spoil anything. I, I was, of course not, but you just kind of feel some of those cliches uh, coming along and you, you're you just like goofy and the audience is like, don't split up. <laughs> is it good? I think so, yes. Oh, okay. I, lo- no. I loved Halloween uh, 2018, so. I'm going to go see No Time to Die tomorrow, so. No, no. You know a movie I really want to go see? A Needle in a Time Stack. <laughs> What's that? Did you guys see that, tr- the, 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 well, just, just the, the, 
because they, they, they were put, uh people were showing that trailer like okay don't don't walk don't look what the trailer is actually called just watch the trailer and wait for the reveal of the name of the movie hmm. and then the name of the movie it's like this whole melodramatic you know thing where it's like this guy's going back in time and trying to make sure that i don't, I don't end up with my wife and you know it's all alternate timelines and shit you know like any yeah. other time travel movie like that and then it's like you just get that title and it's like a needle in a time stack this was the best name you could come up with for this movie. <laughs> you, know, you know what movie I'm hoping to avoid, like The Plague? What? Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, mean, it's not that hard. It barely even made back its budget yeah. when it was a $28 million cheapie. So. Hallelujah. Yay. I mean, no so more musical more. movies. Oh, I, don't, I have a problem with movie musicals. I have a problem with shit movie musicals. How I mean, about they just... Dear Evan Hansen was a shit show to begin with. How yeah. about they just record Beetlejuice, put it on theater screens? There we go. I mean, they're bringing it back to Broadway this, you know, next spring, so they can. Well, do it I'm then. a broke college student that can't afford to go to New York, so. Honestly, I think the only way they could do Beetlejuice the musical as a movie is if they do it in the Tim Burton stop motion style, like you know, a stop motion animated Beetlejuice. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. And plus, like, you know, Gavin Hansen himself, you know, the show itself is kind of bad. Like, there's so much going wrong with it. Like, you know, 27-year-old Ben Platt doing a Roberto Benigni as Pinocchio and everything. And plus, the story's kind mm -hmm. of manipulative. And plus, it has music from two of the worst composers in musical theater history, Bench Pasek and Justin Paul. Good Lord, they suck. All right. So, basically... Um... Continuing about the short, they split up like a bunch of idiots and they go down these very Haunted Mansion-esque rooms and hallways looking for this. But I was the only one that got that vibe. And then is this, is this when the witch transforms into no, like... No, no, no. Because, you know, Dewey, Louie, and I want to say Ferdy all get captured by the house and it's just uh, Morty and Huey left. Yeah. And you know, So, they, they, you know, you know, they try to escape, but uh, Morty trips, and, and Huey's all alone. And then he finds himself in this room, and he's like, oh, look, the pie! But what about my brothers? The pie! Pie. So he eats the pie, uh, and, <laughs> and then we get, then Granny comes in, and he's like, you know, oh, did you enjoy that, dearie? Here, why don't you have one right out of the oven? And it just reveals, like, you know, we can see, like, you know, the face, you can see, like, the the, the face and hands of the boys tr pushing against the pie crust. That was yeah. the most terrifying, like, Jesus. Yeah, holy like, shit. And, holy shit. Yep. Permission yep. to use my Gilbert Gottfried voice? Sure. Holy piss! <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried is amazing. Have you seen him on Cameo? No, I haven't. Gilbert Pay him Godfrey $20 and you'll say whatever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I need to utilize this. What the fuck? Okay, so I'm setting aside of, twenty dollars. I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of upset that when uh when uh Kit and Randy got their cameo from Billy West, he didn't say "Don't make a sandwich." Hmm. So I mean, he mentioned that, but he didn't say it, and that was like, you know, missed opportunity, man. Hmm. Yeah, then the witch starts transforming. Yeah, so it's like you know, uh, no, you know, I guess you know the secret of my pies little boys oh no huey i just don't pick any little boys i pick the most rotten snot-nosed little boys i can find and you huey are the worst of them all 
I have a nose for this kind of thing. And then she just transforms into this ugly, green-skinned witch. She's not, she's not Wizard of Oz witch terrifying. She's above that terrifying. Yeah. She's returned to Oz terrifying. And, oh, and God. As we, as we hinted at earlier, that's Rusi Taylor. Rusi yep. Taylor does this amazing voice. She is practically screaming her lines. <laughs> and she's got those crazy, like, yellow and orange eyes. And I'm like, what the hell are these writers smoking? to make this and get it approved by Disney, the family-friendly company that would not allow them to have a teenage Halloween event in the abandoned soundstage at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> that Disney. I mean, I mean, this is the same Disney that did have a show where a teenage character got literally stabbed in the back with a flaming sword, but then again, this is also the same Disney that had to delay that episode for weeks because they needed to... Uh, Add a disclaimer to the front of it, so you're guessing. But they also delayed. They also canceled. This is also the same company that canceled the series that had their first uh, LGBTQ couple in an animated series, from what I know. Well, they didn't cancel it. They just didn't give it a full third season. Oh well. I'm still holding out hope for an Amphibia Gravity Falls crossover. I'm hoping for a crossover between Owl House Amphibia and Gravity Falls. The Cartoon (laughs) Avengers. (laughs) <laughs> the cartoon. Yeah. I mean, no, Phineas and Ferb would have to show up for that one. Yes, exactly. Yes. Phineas and Ferb show up along with Milo and from Big City Greens, Amphibia, Yowl House, all of them. Ducktales, sure, why not? What what, what Ducktales did to the what Ducktales 2017 did to the Disney afternoon? We need to do for the modern crop of Disney animated shows. And 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 and, and the Ghost of Molly McGee. We can't forget that. That of course. Good. Which I did I, see the first episode of. Very. I can't believe awesome. right out the gate they did a haunted mansion reference. Yes. Well, they did that whole that whole short. Yeah. They did that whole short where Molly explores the haunted mansion, and it's. Beautiful. Can we talk about how? Can we talk about how he robs a bank? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like he's like I got it from charity. It was the credit union. Take it back. Take it back. Anyway, well, like well, the about, cops off in the distance, and like, well, this is modern Disney, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so getting back on topic, um, the witch she starts t- chasing after Huey, and you know, she actually throws like forks at him at one point. And at that point, I just thought like the brave little toaster thing, you know, like, the, the nightmare from oh, brave yeah. little toaster. You know, as soon as as soon as soon as soon as those forks started coming towards Huey, the first thing that came to my mind was like that clown whispering. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's not like Disney has been terrifying before. They just haven't been terrifying in a long time. And not like that. Like this is like early Disney kind of terrifying. And it's Pleasure great. Island terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, Pleasure Island Ooh. terrifying. Yeah, it's it's some of the best. I, I think that kind of stuff is is it has always been the best kind of stuff that they do. It's when Disney finally gets into a groove. Like it feels like they're finally finding their footings again for I some mean, stuff. I mean, the thing it's is, just hit it's, or miss. It, it, it's easy to talk about it like, oh, well, you know, Disney, like it's this monolith, but it's not. It's a whole bunch of artists and 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 story, you know, a whole bunch of storyboard artists and writers and and animators yeah. all come together to make this thing happen. And sometimes yeah. things just don't translate well, and, and that's not. And you've got an executive just rubber stamping it all, basically. Yeah. So they probably saw like they're like, oh, a witch. They didn't even look at the concept art. They just stamped it. 
and it got released and they're like did we mess up <laughs> wait did we did we sign up on that yeah you did you just didn't look at it oh okay Yo, he's yeah. fighting for his life the witch you know there's a bit of a hope spot at the end like you know huey makes it outside but the witch just grabs him and puts him back inside and as mickey so succinctly puts it there was no escape huey had become a next pie and just everyone is terrified and mickey yeah. just walks away with all the candy and mickey and then, is very thrilled with himself and then isn't minnie and daisy that show up and scare them and they're like ah and they leave so basically, yeah. uh, Mickey's very, very happy with his work, while everyone else is, you know, terrified. Like you know, he even th- he even like throws he even throws a blanket onto the boys for emphasis. <laughs> and of course, they're all screaming in terror. Like you know, I love the wild takes they do for the boys and Donald and Goofy. I yeah. love I love when the one kid they they make it look like the kid is peeing himself and it's actually he's crying. Yeah, I'm just really glad those were tears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean that would be a modern Disney level joke, but they 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 didn't do it. No, that would be a Nickelodeon joke. That would yes. be a Nickelodeon joke. And then and then they'd find some reason to have a close up on a character's feet. Wait, no, this isn't a Dan Schneider project. Never mind. <laughs> so then after Mickey's like, they run away. Mickey's like, all right. They hear a knock at the door, or like the door slams. It, the door does something. No, Mickey. Go, Mickey goes to open the door. Yeah, he's like, you know, the witch he's, is there. He's so happy. He's like, he's so happy about it. He's like, you know, I know I could tell a scary story. And he's like, you know, he's laughing about how, like, you know, huh? I can't believe they actually got scared over kids turning into pies. Then, and he knocks at the door, and who should appear but the witch? The witch. <laughs> and she's like, this is her most terrifying. Like, I have to say, this is the shot that made me go, like, she is genuinely terrifying. And that's that's the end of the, the short. And Mickey's Mickey's just as scared as everyone else, but then it turns out it's just Minnie and Daisy in costume. It's, and she's like, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's wrong. Mickey always loves my pies. And it just sounds like the perfect joke to end it on. It's like, you know, what kind of pie is that anyway? It's pumpkin pie. Pumpkin! And all the pumpkins, <laughs> the jack-o'-lanterns just make a break for it. He's <laughs> <laughs> having pumpkin pancakes. <laughs> the short. The short is fantastic, to say the least. I mean, I, I mean, what I love best about that third story is, like, you know, it's basically a Brothers Grimm story in oh, the yeah. Disney drag. Like, you know, because mm. Brother Grimm, Brothers Grimm stories could get super dark. Like, you know, have you ever read their version of Cinderella, for example? Like, you know, they have, like, a yep. lot. They have the stepsisters cutting off their parts of their toes so they can fit the slipper. And then when they go to the wedding, Cinderella's boyfriends peck their eyes out as punishment for their cruelty towards her. Brothers Grimm was goth before it was goth. And in Snow White, in the original Snow White, um, uh, Snow White didn't wake up with a kiss. They just the prince came by. Was like, you know, do you mind if I display her coffin at my castle? And the dwarfs are like, sure. And then they're they're dragging the cat the coffin along, and one of the pages trips, and the jostling just like gets the um uh, apple piece out of her mouth, and it's like, hmm, that was easy. But then they're like, you know, boy, the queen's still alive. What are we gonna do about her? It's like, you know. So they're like, I know, let's invite her to her wedding and force her to wear red hot iron shoes and dance until she dies. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. So anyway, the short is fantastic, like every other thing produced by this group. I don't know if it's the same artists that done that did some of the other Mickey shorts, but Yeah, it is. It's all the same crew. Yeah. They're fantastic. Hats off to the crew. They are animated by the wonderful, wonderful people at Mercury Filmworks. Mm-hmm. 
who of course we just when Disney that. outsources their Not stuff, it's good. Yeah, you know, those, those amazing Canadian animators. I mean, like I said, we discussed their work I mean, last week. I, on the Ghosts and Molly and the Goo, yeah. just just oh, so I'm just good. glad hand drawn animation lived on. Interview with both really because they both yeah. have just the best expressions, the best comedic timing. It's it's so colorful and vibrant. Oh, I just I love it. I love it so much. And Me plus, too. I, and plus, I'm not, I, I'm just glad to see hand drawn animation at Disney in any form because you know the Mickey Mouse shorts are all hand drawn. Um, the Owl House is hand drawn. Uh, is Molly McGee hand drawn? Um, it's from the same company, so I think I'm not sure if it's like hand drawn like completely, but it's all done like I think it's hand drawn digitally. Yeah, that's yeah. how they do it nowadays. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I think Disney. I think if Disney, I think Disney really needs to get back to doing hand drawn in their films, whether it's like you know actual hand drawing or like doing the digital hand drawing. I think 2D animation traditional animation still has a prominent place in Disney. And I mean, Jennifer Lee promised that hand-drawn animation would continue to be a part of like the um, uh, Disney legacy during her term, under her term as CCO. So I'm hoping to do another hand-drawn film somewhere down the line. I hope so too. I still think it'd be really cool if they were able to do a hand-drawn animated Star Wars movie. Oh my God, Star Wars Visions. I'm going to do a podcast episode on that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, so good. I, I haven't watched all of them yet, but it's really good. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this I mean, is just this, a perfect short to get you into the Halloween mood. Oh, definitely. Um, and of course, the 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 short ends with um, Minnie's the opening music. Mickey Mickey always loves my pies. Uh, and Daisy's like, "What kind of pie is it?" She's like, "Pumpkin." And the pumpkins are like, "Pumpkin!" Ah, and they they the pumpkins die basically. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 the smoke from their candles spells out the end. The end. <laughs> although, the- although here's my question: So many baked the pumpkin pie with a top. Yeah. Huh. I guess it's just easy animation. Yeah. Yeah. Pumpkin pie doesn't look like that. It's- like doing a key lime pie like that. it's boozenberry pie yep. oh. <laughs> and plus over the over the credits we get like the opening music but with lyrics added to them yeah i thought it was a nice touch so what is our are we gonna go we're just gonna say our overall thoughts that was awesome that was awesome it is awesome <laughs> very awesome, 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 awesome. fun just just if you aren't taking your kids trick or treating because of COVID protocol, like cost, like safety, or you, I would say that just sucks for it. I would say throw this on for your kiddos and watch them get absolutely terrified by this scary Disney witch. Have them watch that while you're checking their candy for non-existent razor blades. Yep. Which Disney Plus witch is which? <laughs> how many witches are on disney plus you have the sanderson sisters you have the return to oz witch. you have this witch halloween town you have the, the halloween town White. witches the witch we have twitches you're a witch. Witch. they're a witch everywhere witch <laughs> everywhere there's witches on but disney how much plus. does my sandwich cost a witch witch bob shapehead bob <laughs> 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 And my and I think this special is absolutely incredible. I mean, it's a perfect way to do um, uh, 
it's a perfect way to blend Mickey Mouse and Halloween. It's almost kind of like a throwback to like the darker Mickey shorts, like Lonesome Ghosts or The Mad Doctor in some way. Because I love the Lonesome Ghosts. Uh, that that one's so much fun. Yeah. I love how yeah, they. The the I love the Haunted Mansion wallpaper in the Lonesome Ghost episode with where they move into Mickey's house. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. It, I mean, just think like you know. What a Disney Park reference in, the, in these shorts? Say it ain't so. Oh. And I can fully predict that, Emma. If Duck the Halls comes to Disney Plus this year, we're doing it. We're, I take it we're going to do an episode of that. Yeah, right? you can definitely oh, yeah, invite me back Absolutely. for that. As long as it comes to Disney Plus, we'll do it. Yes. I like it. Yes, I mean, I, there's so much I want to talk about with that episode. You know, I think it's, I think, I, also, I think we're in for a I, wild I ride. I thought about if I, if I had actually gotten around to doing this, I would have wanted to do um, an episode talking about the, the other Mickey shorts that have come out since, um, since the last time That's I did four of us. about them for, um, for the yeah. week before, like the week of my Disneyland trip, and then, and then. When that didn't happen, I would I was thinking, well, maybe I could do it by the time uh, we get to October first, but that didn't end up happening. But I do want to do that at some point. I also want to circle back around and do um, Doug days, like I said, I wanted to do, but didn't end up recording that. But we'll get to that in the yeah. future. Oh, let, by the way, speaking of which, Emma, let me know when you, let me know when you do Olaf presents because I want to talk about that. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. I want to do that one absolutely. Olaf presents looks so wholesome. All of this and more is coming on season two of the podcast without a cool acronym. Um, yes, yeah, I think I remember the last time you did the Mickey, the Wonderful World shorts. You did everything up to just the four of us, which was episode ten. Yes. So I think you got you got a lot more to get through, man. I didn't yeah. realize that name, that title, was a reference to the song "Just the Two of Us." Huh. Yes. <laughs> just the four of us. We can make it if we try, but each day that passes by, staring pages from my mind. That's a <laughs> That's a song about uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh, you guys are familiar with that, right? No. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a horror game masquerading as an innocent anime game. Yes. I can't wait for Twisted Wonderland to come out as an anime and everyone simps over the freaking men. Because <laughs> I know my girlfriend will, and that's not going to be fun. All We're doing right, another. So... We're doing oh, another horror-based Alice in Wonderland. Maybe one thing I'll try to come up with for season two of the podcast is I need a gimmick at the end of the show because I don't have anything like that. So I don't know. Gimmicks are hard. Yeah. Uh, maybe if you have like a set schedule, you could say like, you know, I wonder what's on, I wonder what I wonder what I wonder what's on channel two or something like you know, and just like, oh look at that, it's our next subject. Blah 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 blah. Mm. Yeah. Oh well, like like, like, like like I don't have like a rating system or anything that we do. I don't know. Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't, don't want to I mean, steal. Like, wait, 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 wait. This is the podcast without a cool acronym, right? Yeah. Maybe we could do like um uh, acronyms, acronyms about what the the next subject is about. Do we you know, give it? Know. Do we give an acro minus or an acro plus? <laughs> That's just similar to Disney plus or Disney minus, though. Uh, I don't know. I know it was it was a reference directly to that. Gosh, I mean, what else is I mean, what else is there? Um, like, we keep the tapes or burn the tapes. That's channel KRT. And then you go, yeah. How can we do something similar to that for like for like I'm on TV, like you know Disney Channel, like I'm on. I mean, the, the closest thing I can think of is like what they do for Stealing Focus, you know Emily Clark's web show, like you know 
The good stuff's a standing O, the messed stuff is a slow clap, and the bad stuff is Carrie the musical. Yeah. So, like, you know, is you know, is the good show a Gravity Falls? A mess show is um, uh, whatever a mess show is, and a bad show is like one of the really bad Disney Channel stinkers, like Schnookums and Meat or Mighty or Quack. Or the remake like, of Under Wraps. Ooh, remake of Under Wraps, but that's not an animated show. But I, yeah, I think I think you're onto something there. So, the remake of Under Wraps is so bad. And there's other yeah. stuff I want to do too, but I'll I'll talk about that in a second. Let's do plugs. Uh, so plugs. plugs. I'll go first because I kind of have to go. Who's got stuff to plug? I do. You can all. Always find me on Twitter at dgill2295. You can, you'll always find me there yelling at uh, fun movies. You can catch up on my live tweets. And you can hear me talk about my gaming show, D Gaming. There's a link to the entire um, episode lineup right there in my Twitter bio. Of course, I have my podcast over at It Came From Disney Plus on Twitter and on Spotify. And finally, after five months of running this podcast it's finally on apple podcasts after having to change the logo six times yeah because it kept saying it had copyrighted content wait what's the name of your podcast again man it came from disney plus okay and i'm just i just i'm just about to subscribe to you on the Thank apple you. podcast yep so yeah we're almost done with find- our first season uh I can't believe we only did Chandler. You're smart. You did a lot of episodes for your first season. I'm only doing like 18. <laughs> you can hear my voice in various podcasts, including Channel KRT, uh, the Emperor's New Podcast, and of course, various episodes of the podcast about cool acronym, including Muppet Babies, Soul, and most recently Lego Star Wars: Terrifying Tales. And you, and um, I think that's it. Cause I, I, I guess that's it. I, I just do podcasts and shit. You can follow me on Twitter at Starport97 and at the YouTube channel Starport97. If you like this and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe. I'm on all the usual places, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I'm now available on iHeartRadio and Audible. Leave us a review, give us five stars, and share us with your friends. The first episode of my cross-country adventure vlog series is out. That's Chandler's cross-country adventure vlogs on Starport 97. And that chronicles my whole adventure I took across the Midwest, going from Missouri up to Indiana to Ohio, and then all the way back down to Florida, going through Kentucky and Tennessee and the Carolinas, um, going to a whole bunch of theme parks on the way. It was a lot of fun, and I'm still working on the rest of the series. It should be dropping. And be sure to join us next week when we talk about the Little Mermaid series, Season 3, Episode 6, The Beast Within, right here on the podcast without a cool acronym.